As I said today, I offer the last in this series of four sermons on our bishop's pastoral letter, It is the Lord, a letter focused on our worthy preparation for and celebration of the Most Holy Eucharist. This sermon focuses on the last part of the letter, which contains what our bishop calls his practical considerations. And I've decided to simply read the bishop's own words, adding just a few of my own comments. Uh, Before I do that, though, I know some people probably don't like what they'll hear, uh, but let's keep in mind that every gesture, every word during Mass has deep meaning and purpose. It's, It's rooted in scripture, in history, and theology, and we can't mess with it. Uh, So we should strive to have a bit of humility as we approach it. And we ought not be casual about Mass. So with that little uh, preamble, here is what our bishop has written. When I refer to this fourth section of the pastoral letter as practical considerations, I am referring to the way we conduct ourselves at Mass. And I offer several practical considerations for each Catholic or for Mass that each Catholic should know and keep. And he mentions six things. First, be on time for Mass. He writes, to come late to Mass, that is, after the priest has begun the penitential act, is not appropriate and is a visible sign of a lack of reverence for the Lord and a lack of respect for the Church gathered for Mass. I know it can be hard, especially if you've got little kids, but do your best to get here on time. Second, dress appropriately for Mass, especially in warm weather. While it is not necessary to wear expensive clothing, you should dress to the best of your ability for church. Do not come dressed for the beach or for a picnic when you come to Mass. It is very irreverent and a real distraction to all present. Shorts, tank tops, flip-flops, and other scant clothing worn by men and women are not appropriate for Mass and the worship of Almighty God. This brings to my mind, when you go to Rome, they don't let you into the great basilicas uh, if you're not appropriately attired. But, I mean, the most important thing in the basilica is Jesus. And, of course, Jesus is is here, too. So we, we should have the same level of respect. Third, Carrying on conversations in the body of the church before and after Mass is very disrespectful to those who wish to prepare themselves in prayer for Mass and to offer thanksgiving to God after Mass. If you choose to visit, use the gathering areas of the church or go outside. I have seen uh, you know, someone kneeling down in, in here trying to pray after Mass. It's great that we all kneel down for a moment of silent prayer. But some people want to pray a little longer. And I've seen people kneeling down and like five feet away from them. People are laughing. And and it's great to have that fellowship. And I don't want to quash that, right? But we should leave this space here for people that want to pray before and after Mass. So that's why we have this space out there. Fourth, once Mass has begun, give your full attention to it throughout. Sometimes there are distractions but that is much more the exception than the rule. Do not become a distraction by talking or by the way you stand, sit, or kneel during Mass. Fifth, the exchange of the sign of peace. As the Bishop of Bismarck, 
It is my solemn privilege and duty to exercise oversight of all the sacred liturgies of the Church. I have not reintroduced for general use yet the sign of peace at Mass. The reason for this is that it is not being done correctly and in accordance with the mind of the Church. In fact, the way it is done is a distraction to the priest yes, and congregation. It is disruptive of the Mass and reveals a lack of awareness of the real presence of Christ upon the altar. Talking, backslapping, hugging, and reaching around, behind, or in front of others are all inappropriate and not what the Church expects in performing this gesture, which seems to have become something like an intermission in an event rather than an act related to the penitential act at Mass. Now I need to deviate from his text a little bit, uh, because on Monday the bishop further emailed us priests and again told us to preach on the sign of peace and gave us some more information. So we haven't permitted, or our bishop hasn't permitted the exchange of the sign of peace since 2019, I think. And uh, first it was suppressed due to the regular flu, then COVID came along. And after COVID, thankfully there is an after COVID, right? The bishop chose not to bring it back, uh, as he said, because the way it was practiced was a distraction. As Bishop wrote, the exchange of the sign of peace has, at least in some rites of the church and in history, it has a connection to the penitential act at the start of Mass. The penitential act is when we admit we, we just did it, right? It's when we admit we are sinners and that we need God's mercy before we dare to approach the Lord in the Mass. That's the part that ends when we say, Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. As Bishop wrote to us priests on Monday, we are reconciled to God and the Church in the penitential act at the start of Mass and to one another in the sign of peace, all before we receive Holy Communion. And uh, at least in some rites of the Church, this, this calls to mind the words of Jesus in Matthew 5, Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar and there recall that your brother has anything against you, leave your gift there at the altar. Go first and be reconciled with your brother and then come and offer your gift. So in short, Bishop is explaining that the sign of peace is not meant to be an, a social intermission where we greet one another. Rather, he's explaining it's supposed to be kind of a humbling moment, realizing that we are about to approach the Lord. And we must, before we do that, turn to our neighbor and say, not, hey, it's great to see you. I'm so glad you're here. But, oh my gosh, Jesus is there. I'm about to approach him. Have mercy on me. Forgive me if I've wronged you before I approach to the Lord. So then, having said that, how is it supposed to work? The priest at Mass always says, the peace of the Lord be with you always. And we respond, and with your spirit, to the priest. The instructions in the Roman Missal then say, if appropriate, the deacon or the priest adds, let us offer each other the sign of peace, and all offer one another a sign. So notice there, the if appropriate instruction, there's a condition there. 
So the sign of peace is optional, and the priest is the one who decides if we're going to do it, uh, except when our bishop says we shouldn't, right? And uh, he's the one who decides whether or not we should turn to our neighbor. The cue, then, is the cue as to whether or not we turn to our neighbor is whether or not we are invited to do so by the deacon or priest. So if you don't hear, let us offer each other a sign of peace, you don't offer the sign of peace. We just go into the Lamb of God. And that's the way we really should have been doing it since 2019, right? I think most of us have been following that. But, but if you do hear that invitation, well, then go ahead, offer the sign of peace. Well, and as to what the sign of peace actually is, the church's documents are not really specific. Uh, they don't say, for example, shake hands. Um, it just says that whatever the sign is, it be offered in a sober manner, only to those who are nearest, and that it is appropriate to say to the person to whom you offer the sign, the peace of the Lord be with you always. And to which they respond, amen, not and with your spirit. That's what you respond to the priest. So the peace of the Lord be with you always, amen. Um, our bishop did offer a suggestion that a simple handshake would be appropriate. It's not called for, it's not prohibited. It just says some sign that's culturally appropriate in each part of the world. Well, around here, it seems to be a, a simple handshake would be appropriate while you say, the peace of the Lord be with you always, Amen. Uh, but the handshake is optional. It's not necessary. So you could just simply turn to the person and say, the peace of the Lord be with you always. So, and as you do this, try to think of how you want to be reconciled with your neighbors before approaching Jesus on the altar. Because, I mean, while Jesus is on the altar, I mean, he's like the, the elephant in the room, if you will. Like, he should be the the big thing that draws our attention, not, uh, you know, an intermission. So, anyway, yes. Uh, why am I spending so much time on this if we're not even doing it? Well, um, because our bishop is going to lift their prohibition against the sign of peace. Um, now, that said, like I say, it's optional. You, a priest or a deacon may not use it at Mass. But starting at the Christmas Masses, is what he said, that's when we can begin. If you hear a priest or deacon invite you, let us offer each other the sign of peace. Go ahead. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. And um, that's the only time when you should do that. Anyway, enough on that topic. Let's resume reading our bishop's other practical considerations. Actually, the last one. Sixth, the manner in which Catholics who can receive Holy Communion come forward and do so is important. So how we receive communion is important. As you know, the church allows for the reception of Holy Communion on the tongue or in the hand while either standing or kneeling. A few reminders if you receive in the hand. Make certain the priest or deacon knows that you wish to receive in the hand. And don't put out your hands at the last moment. It's just a bit of practical considerations, right? So don't walk up there with no indication what you're going to do. Have your hands out before you get to the front of the line there. He says, your left hand is to be in the palm of your right hand. Then, once the host is on your palm of your hand, you step to the side and you use your right hand 
using your right hand, place the sacred host in your mouth and re then return to your place. Never go back to your place holding the host. I may actually literally chase you because I don't want people to take the Eucharist out of the church without consuming it, right? Um, he says, do not grab for the sacred host or hold your hands in any way that could allow the sacred host to fall to the floor. Sometimes people will come and their hands are at an angle and I really do worry that it's just going to slide onto the floor so, or there'll be a gap, you know. So just think, think about how you're placing your hands. Finally, he says, if you choose to receive Holy Communion in your hand, make sure your hands are clean and that you do not have things written on them in ink. Parents, please check your children's hands to make sure they're not dirty. If you receive the sacred host on your tongue, open your mouth and stick out your tongue so the priest or deacon can place the sacred host on your tongue without touching your teeth or tongue. He says, do not bite at the sacred host or just open your mouth without sticking out your tongue. And he's not saying don't chew the host. He's saying, stick out your tongue. Don't do the little coin slot thing where I have to try to get it between your teeth, which is a little, little challenge sometimes. Open your mouth and stick out your tongue. Yeah. And I would also add myself that if your hands are full, you know, maybe you're carrying one of your little ones. Thank you for bringing them to church. Uh, or you've got keys or a purse or whatever. It may just be easier to stick out your tongue and receive on the tongue instead of trying to juggle the host makes me nervous that you might drop the host um, and it just seems more respectful so those are the considerations our bishop wanted us to ponder as we strive to celebrate the mass well and if you want to review them they're of course printed in the bishop's letter there's still some copies of it sitting out there and there's always available on the diocesan website this may all seem overly formal and strict uh, to some, but, you know, if we think about what we're doing here and whom we're receiving and the meaning of each gesture, it becomes clear we should strive for humility and reverence whenever we are at Mass or even just in the church. Amen.